Some of the challenges that I face from a mental health perspective, again, a lot of mine is around failing and self-loathing and identifying as somebody that can't achieve the things he sets out to achieve, doubt, anxiousness, but I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm getting better. Because in April of 2019, when I had my anxiety attack, I found myself curled up on a ball on the floor and literally unable to function. And thankfully, by the grace of God and the, uh, the effort of my own, I've not found myself curled back up on a ball since. And I've gone through some pretty tough things in the last couple of years, things that would debilitate many people. And that doesn't make me any better than them. It just means that I have recognized them and I've been able to equip myself to better deal with and overcome them. Welcome to Unlocking Greatness, the podcast where purpose fuels your journey to greatness. I'm your host, Ryan James Miller, and I'm here to guide you through the remarkable stories of purpose-driven achievers just like you. Whether you're building a business empire or strengthening your family, this is your space to learn, grow, and find fulfillment. With each episode, we dive into the lives of extraordinary individuals who align their values and beliefs with professional success. Get ready for inspiring conversations, practical wisdom, and the keys to unlock your own potential in life and business. Let's embark on this journey together to unleash your potential, live your calling, and achieve the greatness that you were created for. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the podcast. I'm rocking another one solo today. I've got a couple of really cool guest episodes coming up, but as I was leading up to those, there were, uh, as I've said over the last few weeks, a couple of things, topics that I wanted to address. And so I had planned some of those out. Um, this one uh, kind of caught me off guard. So this is a topic that I've been wanting to talk about uh, for a bit, but I hadn't really put much thought to it. And then to be frankly honest with you, uh, the, our podcast production team reached out to me and said, hey, we don't have a recording uh, for this next week's episode. And I said, oh, shoot. Oh, well, I guess now's as good a time as any to talk about this. And so um, I wanted to talk about mental health, but I want to talk specifically about my own. And even more specifically, I want to talk about my own mental health journey uh, in the present, like right now, the things that I'm dealing with, actually maybe even a little bit in this moment, though today I'm recording Friday, February 23rd. This week, this podcast will come out next week, uh, Thursday, February 29th on Leap, uh, the Leap Day of Leap Year 2024. Uh, anyway, but um, I'm actually feeling pretty incredible today. Um, and, and I'm going to talk about why I think that's, or why it's so awesome that I feel that way, considering the fact that there's nothing circumstantially for me to celebrate this week. Um, but, um, I, I just, I, I want to talk about, um, uh, just kind of the day to day. And there are a couple of reasons why I think it's so important to talk about this stuff. Number one um, it's so important for me to talk about mental health because I don't believe it's talked about enough as much as it's, we're, we're in a far better place. Uh, we've come, uh, a lot farther in terms of the discussion around mental health than we have ever. Um, so it is being talked about more, but it's just not talked about enough. 
Uh, I think that um, as it relates to high achievers, high performers, people that strive uh, for success, I don't think it's talked about nearly uh, enough in that space. Uh, As a matter of fact, I was talking to somebody recently um, that said that they feel like um, they were feeling like their mental health struggles, their doubts, their fear of failure, um, all of that, that it, it, it isolated them to the point that they felt like they were all alone. Uh, and they were scared because they, they didn't know that anybody else was struggling with this stuff until uh, I started talking with this person about it. So it's not talked about enough. Uh, and then because or With those things in mind, another reason that I want to talk about this present mental health journey is because I think that it's much easier to talk about it after it happens. And like I just said right now, I mean, I'm not experiencing a, a, a tough moment in the moment, at least not as of yet later today, that could change. Um, but Um, It's really easy to talk about it when it's really far removed, like as hard as it was to share some of the things I did in my book. um, It's, it's easier to do that because I'm not that person anymore. And and which I'm super grateful for. um, But I, I, I want to champion talking about things as they happen. I definitely want to champion celebrating our wins and our successes. I I think it's great to be able to do that. I think it's encouraging when we can rally around our friends, our family, our colleagues, um, uh, and and celebrate with them. But I also want to uh, make it cool to talk about our struggles as they happen, not to commiserate. I don't think it's helpful to commiserate uh, because it just brings us down farther. I think we need to be built up. Um, But I do think it's helpful to be able to talk about things in the present so people can rally around us, can encourage us, can help us to seek the truth, which I'm going to talk about, and ultimately uh, build us up. Okay, so all of that being said, I want to talk a little bit about the mental health journey uh, that I have been on uh, for the last couple of years, uh, but I will keep this a little bit more concise uh, to the last couple of months. So uh, I've shared this uh, in a few different places, uh, but maybe not as succinctly as this. Um, So 2023 was an incredibly difficult year for my business. Uh, We generated um, a decent amount of revenue. As a matter of fact, it was one of our higher revenue generating years um, overall, but I made less money than I've ever made since year one in my business. So year one, 2012 was my first full year in business. I got into business in late 2011, but 2012, uh, I made about $40,000 that first year in business. That was like what I took uh, from the business after covering expenses. Um, I have not come close to that low of a number since 2012. By God's grace, I've continued to be able to grow, to generate a six and multiple six-figure years um, of profitability from the business, which I've been just so, so, so grateful for. Uh, and then uh, 2023, um, leading into the fourth quarter, I was about 50,000 in the hole. And I'm only sharing these things because I want to share with you um, what led to this kind of battle that I'm in. So I I was just, uh, I was in a hole. Um, Though I had just recently published my book, I was still dealing with the sting of 
um, you know, getting burned uh, for 30 grand from my old publisher uh, while the book it was exciting to launch. It didn't launch the way that I had hoped. We missed bestseller status because we had some Amazon issue, like all these things, all these things were piling on. I was in this big $50,000 hole in business again, by God's grace, landed one of the biggest deals of my entire career uh, in October of last year, which brought us almost to even. And so a huge celebratory moment uh, being that I wasn't going to lose 50K um, in 2023, but I still only broke even. And you may be saying like, well, at least you didn't break, you know, at least you broke even. And you're right. I still took a paycheck. Um, and so I, I was thankful for that, but it was it was far less. And so that created a lot of discouragement. On top of that, the community that we built, the Unlocking Greatness community that we built on the back end of my book, Wounds, uh, did not take off in the way that we thought. Uh, we, um, we put a lot into structure and framework, building tools and resources, um, and then uh, we came out of the gate hot advertising, trying to target people we thought, and we were generating so much traction in the beginning. Uh, we generated, uh, in total, almost a thousand leads, um, from, um, from our advertising efforts cost us quite a few thousand dollars. I mean, five figures uh, of money in generating leads uh, into early this year, 2024. Uh, and we sold two, uh, we, we converted two. Um, and you may be saying to yourself, well, you're just a crappy salesperson. And I would argue against that, but regardless, it just, it, it didn't work. Our messaging wasn't right. We were continuing to struggle and stumble and just could never really get the conversion there. We could get the opt-in, not the conversion. So that wasn't working well. On top of that, um, we hired, uh, an organization to help us, uh, us, uh, Shannon and I, that works with me, um, uh, create more speaking opportunities for me to go out on the road, to do keynote presentations, uh, workshops, things like that. And uh, we hired them in November. And as of right now, they have produced zippity doodah, though we paid them a decent sum of money up front to get started. And so I'm, I'm sharing all this because it was just like stumble after stumble after stumble, failure after failure after failure. And it eats at me. And so here is where the mental health battle starts to, to become a reality for me. The more that I fail, the more that I don't achieve the things that I desire, the more that I start to question who I am, what I'm doing, where my skill is at, what my worth is, all of those things. Am I even capable of doing this? Why do I keep failing? And yet I see all these other people uh, winning. So I'm, I fall into comparison traps sometimes. And it, it puts me into some really dark spots. Um, I, I just start to get really shut in. I shut down. Um, I am a by nature, I guess you'd say a very extroverted person. And I start to feel just myself withdrawing. Like I don't want to lean in. And then when I do, I can be sharp and snippy uh, with people sometimes. Like there's no more empathy 
uh, in my communication or very little, and it turns into just very black and white, which is my old nature, which I'm not proud of. Uh, and it can be very destructive uh, to, uh, to people and just uh, for myself and the environments that I'm in. So I just start to feel really down. I start to struggle uh, and, um, and, and feel like it's just kind of hopeless. Not that life is hopeless. I don't go there, um, but just the business. And I start questioning whether or not I should even be doing this anymore. And, and even though uh, to start off the year, I, I, I landed and was able to execute on four awesome speaking gigs uh, in which I got amazing feedback. I got paid good money to do them. It's like they weren't enough because the darkness of my mental health struggle was overpowering the light of the winds and the positive circumstances. And I'm sure for many of you, you can feel that, right? It's like you can have all of these positive things happen and one negative things hap- thing happens and it seems to poison it all. And so I, f- I find myself there. And um, I then from there, then I start to uh, just doubt other things about myself. Um, like my marriage, you guys have heard me say this so many times is incredible. I've been married to my wife, Michelle, uh, for almost 23 years. As a matter of fact, uh, mid March, March 18th is going to be our 23 year wedding anniversary. I'm so pumped uh, to be able to say and celebrate that we have an incredible marriage. We rarely ever disagree. Don't raise our voices at each other. Like things are just so awesome. We love being around each other. Every bit, every facet of our relationship is as at like the peak that it's ever been at in our life. And yet when I start to struggle professionally, it starts to creep in personally to even this impenetrable area of my life, which is my marriage. And so I start thinking to myself like, oh man, maybe she's just not as into me as she used to be. Oh, maybe she, she like, she tells me that she loves me or that she finds me attractive or whatever, but maybe she's just saying it just to make me happy. And as I say these things out loud right now, it is so ridiculous because I know that's not true, but that's where I find myself. It's just this failure or sometimes it's just a lack of achieving the expectation snowballs for me and it just puts me in a really ugly spot. And I find myself then piling on even more and and the, and the more pile on is, man, I can't believe how miserable I am. I of a person I am, I should say, I, here I am with this incredible life. I am by God's grace, as healthy as I think I can be. I mean, I I can be more healthy, but I'm pretty dang healthy for 45 years old. Uh, I've got a wife that loves me and I'm in a great relationship with, I've got two daughters that enjoy being around me that I love dearly. We have such a tight family unit. Uh, I've got a bunch of friends around me that are there to support me and have fun and hang out and do all these things. And just because of the business problem, it seems to like destroy the rest of my life. Like how weak-minded am I? And so then I just pile on. How pathetic is that? I pile on, right? It's just this snowball effect. And again, I just, I end up finding myself in this place of like, gosh, is this just how I'm going to live the rest of my life? 
Am I just always going to be this way? Like, do, do, do you get that? Do, do you feel that for yourself? Do you find yourself in these places where one little thing turns into this massive thing? And before long, it's totally spiraled out of control and you don't know how to reel it back in. I, I'm sure that most of you would say yes. It's just crazy how we let ourselves get to this point. And you may be saying to yourself, well, I don't want to let, I'm not letting myself get to this point. It just happens. I want to encourage you in something and and I'm going to turn the corner and I'm going to, I want to talk about some of the things that I try to do uh, to, uh, to help myself in this area and seek help for this area. But I want to say it this way. You and I, we have absolute control over allowing ourselves to get to this place. We don't have control of the circumstance, which actually creates so much of the problem. We want to be in control. And when we lose control, we lose our minds. And when we lose our minds, we lose our ability to be able to make better decisions as we continue to fall farther down the hole. We find ourselves in darker and darker spots because we have gotten completely out of control. And so what do I do? And these can be some encouragements potentially as to what you can do. Number one, for me personally, uh, and this happened a couple of weeks ago uh, in church, Um, I was slapped in the face in the very best way with this statement. I am out of control, but that's a good thing because God is in control. Let me say that again. This statement came into my head. I wrote it down and it said, I am out of control, but that is a good thing because God is in control. That two weeks ago, two Sundays ago in church was such a powerful reminder for me. It was nothing new. I've been out of control my whole life. I thought I've been in control of my life, a lot of different points in my life, but I've been out of control my whole life. And the only time that I found, see like out of control is scary because it's unstable. It's chaotic. I never truly felt stability in my life until I found God. God found me and then I, 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 I saw him for who he was. August 13th, 2006. And every single moment of my life moving forward in which I started to feel out of control and recognize that God was in control is where I was righted. And so first for me, and my first encouragement to you would be, is if you feel yourself losing control of your ability to be able to think, act, behave, believe, react, decide, whatever, I would encourage you to accept it. Accept that you are out of control. You don't have control, but God does. 
and God is. You see, because if I submit to the firm belief that God is ultimately in control, then I can start to tap into the power that he has given me to fight back the darkness and reintroduce the light into the situations that I am in. I mean, think about it. We are being bombarded with darkness and negativity from every facet of our being, from every spot in society. We have to have something bigger than ourselves to fight against it. So I start there. I am out of control, but that's a good thing because God is in control. And then therefore, if God is in control, then I can tap into the gifts, the talents, the resources that God has provided to me in order to start fighting back that darkness that's creeping into my life. The doubt, the fear of failure, the self-loathing, the anxiety, the depression, the depression, whatever it may be. Another incredible gift that I have been given um, are some profound friendships. I, you know, I am so thankful uh, that many of you listening are included in, in, in what I'm about to say, which is uh, I have been so blessed to call so many people friends in my life. And right now, I mean, I know there are people out there that can't, can't, cannot count the number of friends on one hand. And I would say that it would take both hands, both feet, and hundreds more to count the number of people that I could consider a friend. And you may be saying to yourself, Ryan, you're counting all your social media connections. I'm not. These are personal relationships and professional relationships, relationships at church that have turned into real true friendships, that we spend real time together, talk about real things, exchange personal information, support and encourage each other. Sometimes that's once a year, once or a quarter. Other times that's day in and day out. I am so thankful that I have so many friends that really will support me. But I have friends that will go far deeper than that. I have friends that will show up and will speak the truth into my life, no matter the situation. And so when I find myself like I have recently in these dark places, I go to my friends like my friend John that I've talked about so often, uh, wrote the forward to my book. Uh, we've been friends for 11 years. Um, we've done business together. We've done a lot of life together. And he's one of the first ones to know. We go to breakfast basically every Wednesday morning. Shout out to Nikki's Kitchen in Yorba Linda. Best breakfast burrito, not just because my name is on the menu, but because it's a bomb breakfast burrito. We grab burritos and coffee, or I grab a burrito, a burrito and coffee. He's eating some healthy thing right now. And, um, and we just talk and then I'm fortunate enough that we share, we share an office space. And so he's in the office right next to me, not right this moment, but almost every day. And he just walks into my office sometimes at the most unopportune times to ask me how it's going. And I just share with him where I'm at and he'll pray with me. He'll speak the truth to me. 
He'll help bring me back to her. He doesn't snap me out of my funk in a moment, at least most oftentimes not. But he's just there to help me take the next step forward instead of continuing to take steps backwards. And so I would encourage you to find that friend, to find that resource that will be there to step through your moments of darkness, your seasons of darkness, your battles with mental health. Community is so incredibly valuable and necessary as we live our life. And sometimes it's never more valuable than it is in the middle of a mental health crisis because we need people to lift us up, to shield us from more darkness, to support us, to encourage us, to love on us. It's so, so valuable. So I'm thankful for that. And thirdly, I'm thankful that, so um, as I shared in the introduction to my book Wounds, uh, April of 2019 was the first time I recall um, having a mental health battle, and that was an anxiety attack. And I outlined that story completely. But um, I never remember having a, a, um, an issue like that before. Definitely never really like an anxiety attack or anything like that. But I never really like dealt with mental health issues. Um, I had seen them happen to other people. A coworker committed suicide uh, in 2016. I watched her break down over a period of many, many months and eventually take her own life. Um, I, I've seen it a lot in a lot of other people. I'd never experienced it myself. But I'm actually thankful for 2019, April 2019, and that anxiety attack specifically, because it brought to light something that I never believed possible in my own life. And it was that I could deal with the struggles of mental health. And because it was brought to light, because I was made aware by experiencing the trauma myself, it caused me to start proactively building in processes and systems um, and taking responsibility to defend against being more susceptible to those things as they happen. And so I started taking more care of my body. Um, you know, for the longest time, and I still hear this from time to time, people champion uh, working and hustling on little to no sleep. And I think that's a mistake for everybody, but I'll say for me personally that when I started focusing on my own rest and recovery, I felt stronger mentally, physically, and I've, I've been able to, to go to battle better because I'm, because I'm recovered and I'm not broken down all the time. Being in the gym, sometimes the gym is a great outlet to go in there and just let, let it all out. The frustration, the anger, whatever, just like throw some weight around, throw your body around. And so sometimes that's a great uh, mental health resource. But just the habit of getting in there, spiking my endorphins, my adrenaline, getting that blood flowing, being around people that support and encourage me in a community setting like CrossFit, um, has done wonders for my mental health. Further, about uh, I, I, I've talked about this very, very infrequently, um, but um, I guess this is probably the first time I'm going to say this 
um, completely publicly, but uh, in April, I mean, in March of 2021, um, I started noticing some physical issues uh, and I had some hormone testing done and come to find out I was super low on testosterone. Uh, and so I engaged with a doctor and got onto a protocol to supplement that loss in testosterone. That medication coupled with uh, some other supplements that I take, uh, I do Onnit's, a total human morning and night packs. Uh, and then I do a green and a daily uh, protein powder from FNX. Um, and those have been incredibly beneficial. That combination of all those things, along with uh, bi-monthly blood testing um, and, and bio, biometric screening has all helped incredibly for me to keep my health, all, my, my whole health high enough on the physical side to, again, not get broken down and be more susceptible to the mental battles that I will face. To, to, to the negativity. And again, I just said that I've been doing all this stuff for many years and yet I, I still experience it. So I'm not saying this is foolproof. I'm not saying that this is going to make this stuff go away. I'm just saying that it's all helping me to better battle it. Then the last tool is just around my own mindset and self-awareness. The more that I've studied myself, I know what my triggers are. That doesn't mean I always... Um, deal with them right away or appropriately, but I know what drags me down. And I also know what builds me up. And so I've built in tools and mechanisms to um, reduce the chances of me starting to feel anxious, uh, to doubt myself, to fear failure. Um, I, again, like simple practices, prayer, my nose in the Bible every single day, it's helping me to build up this, this awareness for myself and building up the mental strength. But beyond that, knowing what my own negative thoughts are and understanding how to overcome those, knowing how to tell myself the truth. I talk about this a lot and I have on many, many different episodes with other people and, and even just directly to you guys. The ability to tell, our, tell ourselves the truth is so powerful, and yet few people know how to actually tell ourselves the truth. We buy into too many lies that we tell ourselves, and we don't know how to get out of it. Now, that's why it's great to have a good friend, a mentor, a mastermind, or a coach that can help to tell you the truth as well, but you need to have those tools for yourself. This is one of the things that I do. So a lot of the times in my coaching programs, it's a three-month coaching program, and we, we I, equip these uh, individuals with practical tools so they can continue on far after we coach. And one of the goals is to leave them with a tool that will allow them to understand and identify when the truth is not being told how to overcome it and tell themselves the whole truth and nothing but the truth. It's a tool. It's a resource. You have to have these things available to you. And if you aren't prepared for them, what happens is, is you, you and I, we go into crisis mode and we start reacting to situations, which technically means because it's a mental challenge, we overreact to the situation because emotions then come into play too. And it just makes it worse and worse and worse and worse, which is where I find myself sometimes, thank God it never, it never gets to the grave worse, but it gets bad sometimes. I just feel miserable 
And so I have to go back through this thought pattern of what do I see myself as? What do I see God as? Am I engaging with the people that are closest to me that know me well enough to speak truth into my life, to encourage me, build me up and support me? And finally, do I have the tools and resources at my disposal that are necessary to push back the darkness and, and enforce the light, illuminate the light? So those are just some of the challenges that I face from a mental health perspective, again, a lot of mine is around um, failing and self-loathing um, and identifying as somebody that can't achieve the things he sets out to achieve, um, uh, doubt, anxiousness, but I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm getting better because in April of 2019, when I had my anxiety attack, I found myself curled up on a ball on the floor and literally unable to function. And thankfully, by the grace of God and the, uh, the effort of my own, I've not found myself curled back up on a ball since. And I've gone through some pretty tough things in the last couple of years, things that would debilitate many people. And that doesn't make me any better than them. It just means that I have recognized them and I've been able to equip myself to better deal with and overcome them. And so as you consider your own battles with mental health, I would say, I would encourage you to face them head on. I would encourage you to seek God. I would encourage you to seek community. And I would encourage you to equip yourselves with the tools that are certain to help you overcome that darkness as it creeps into your life. This is a topic, you guys, that we need to talk about more and more. If you're listening to this podcast and you are somebody that's dealing with, that, that you resonate with this, I would love to hear from you. You can DM me on social. Uh, you can email Ryan at RyanJamesMiller.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to hear feedback from these episodes. If you've liked it, if you didn't like it, um, if this is a topic that is near and dear to you, I would appreciate you sharing this with your community. Uh, uh, forward it to a friend via text. Share it on social media. Tag me in there. I would love to see that this message is being spread around. This is so important, you guys, to continue talking about this. Definitely to deal with the post-traumatic issues as the result of going through a mental health crisis, but also to better prepare ourselves to preempt the situations before they come so we can deal with them better when they do. This is another episode of Unlocking Greatness in the books. Thank you guys so much. I pray that you would continue to seek the men and women that God has created you to be and then go live as the best version of those people. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on Unlocking Greatness. I am confident that today's stories and insights are steps on your path to personal and professional excellence. I'm pumped to share our next episode with you, but until then, keep nurturing your soul, challenging your limits, and unlocking the greatness you were created for.